Talking sports. Hey, everybody, this is Fumbling Around. I'm Andy Reid. I'm Audra Jett. That's Audra. So you know now that Alex Bergman's did not make the cut. Uh, it was a tough call, I have to say. I think Alex came in, gave it his A game, clearly loves the show, but uh, I think he loves it to a creepy uh, extent. I think he was a little bit too obsessed, and I didn't feel comfortable having that big of a, a fumbling around fan uh, sitting across the aisle from me. It was really awkward walking in and seeing him uh, trying to walk in. Yeah, he, yeah. Um, we had to call security this morning. Um, it was a whole big mess. Uh, I didn't want to get into it, but now here we are. Uh, Alex had to be escorted off the Planet Ant property. Uh, and I uh, um, might have to take some legal action in terms of a restraining order. But seriously, nice guy. Yeah, great guy. Great guy. I should have realized when he ran uh, read his fumbling around fan fiction that it was, might have been a problem. <laughs> He legit came on the show last week and had like a three-page fumbling uh, around fan fiction story about how Matt and I met and decided to start a podcast. That's very sweet. Yeah, it was a loving tribute to a dead person. <laughs> R.I.P. Matt. R.I.P. Matt. Uh, we miss you every day. Uh, and uh, I'm still banking bank selling t-shirts and posters with his likeness on it to teenagers in Singapore. <laughs> Well, you know, having gained another age old that day. So, <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, if you tune in next week, and Audra's here, uh, she is my co-host forever, recipient <gasps> of uh, $40,000, $43,000 a year, Whoa. plus benefits. Whoa. Yeah, there's a lot on the line here. Me. For an hour's worth of work a week. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty much what I'm making forty hours. Yeah, like, so. I know. Uh, I who knew that um, uh, Southeast Asian teenagers would love a show about Detroit area sports as much as they do. But we're raking them in out there. Can't get a reader or listenership here in Detroit, but they're all over Southeast Asia. Well, you're filling that void for them. Yeah, I think it's my sultry tones. I'm not necessarily sure that they understand the words I'm saying, but I think they like the way I say it. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I heard that's how they go to sleep listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we uh, uh, it's been well established too that we have uh, a contract with Singaporean laundromats, uh, and Fumbling Around has played on a 24-hour day loop there, uh, and it's a common thing for teenagers in the household to do the laundry. That's their big chore. You might have heard that, folks. Everybody's always curious about my beverage of choice. Today, it's a liter bottle of berry-flavored LaCroix. Ooh. <sighs> bubbly. Bubbly. <laughs> yeah. It's a great invention. Whoever decided to put bubbles in water, God bless you. I love it. <laughs> I think initially it was, uh, was, uh, God. He was Thank you, buddy, for your wonderful uh, bounty of bubbled water. I love you every day. Amen. That's my prayer every day after after school. That's my prayer. <laughs> every day I get home from school, 
my mom asks me, have you done your prayers yet? And I say no, and then I thank God for bubbly water, and I move on. <laughs> you crack open a bubbly, and yeah. then you just thank the Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this was a great weekend, Audra. Hell yeah, it was. I had a, a run of a successful show that I directed. Uh, finished with a boom. Two great shows. I closed last night to rousing fanfare. I loved it. I heard there were couches burned in the streets of Hamtramck. Uh, yes. Uh, and an ode to my buddies up in East Lansing. <laughs> Several people burned couches in my honor. <laughs> um... No, it was, uh, I love directing. It was a really fun experience. I saw the show. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Oh, it's... Yeah. You're on the record. You can't say, oh. any, you can't say anything mean about it. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I like, I like, you know, it was diddling rascals, so it had a little rascals uh, through line, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> I, you yeah, know. now that the show's done, we can spoil it. Oh, the through line geez. of the show was, uh, the little rascals are adults. <laughs> And they're all kind of stand-ins for the Me Too movement men. So then at the end we watch Darla um, saw, like the movie, saw them. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud uh, to say that I'm, I'm confidently the only director in the history of Planet Ant that has decided to end a show with a penis hanging from a chain. <laughs> yeah. Real visual bit for the end of a show. What I loved was that after the show, it just kept <laughs> falling further and further down because it was silly, silly. Buddy. It was yeah, and the the tens uh, tensil tensility is that a word? Sure. The tensile so. uh, uh, toughness of the silly putty dissipated over the course of a three week run. So to the point where I was worried that this weekend it was gonna do that before we even got to pull lights on it. But it was a silly putty dick hanging from a chain. Spanky had just had to saw his unit off <laughs> to escape the dungeon. Uh, weekend one, people were taking selfies with it, which I thought was great viral marketing for the show. <laughs> I should have selfied. Yeah. Weekend two, I just kind of tipped the tip, you know? <laughs> I just was tipping the tip. You little tea the tea. Yep. Tipping the tip. Uh, good tip. Good tip. Uh, I got really good at dick sculpting. I think I might have found a... a uh, a new calling. Yeah. Thinking about renting a tent at the Ann Arbor Art Fair next year and just filling it with dicks of different uh, uh, styles. What, what word was I trying to think of? You know, uh, those frat boys gonna love it. They love it. You know, clay dicks, silly putty dicks, wood dicks, glass dicks, plastic dicks, rubber dicks. Stone. Yeah. <laughs> nice and cool to the touch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a nice marble dick that you can freeze and put in your drink. <laughs> you can put in your drink, you can put it on your counter. <laughs> that's how we uh that's how we uh preserve the shape of it during the show is we put it in a glass of water <laughs> and just really? float it there. Because if you just let it <laughs> if you just put it on the on like a shelf or something backstage by the time the end scene came it would just be a puddle of silly putty <laughs> so we, no. we just put it in a glass of water have you tried freezing it uh that? does silly putty freeze i don't know uh, like putting it in the freezer so it stays cold and ooh. now that it's over we'll never get to know uh, any of my scientist friends out there want to experiment with freezing uh silly putty dicks please uh tweet me 
your findings. <laughs> the world wants to know. The world needs to know. <laughs> what happens if you freeze a dick made of silly putty? Uh, we had a, a heart made out of condensed milk and was that what black was cherry jello. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the jello looked f- cool, but it looked like a jello mold. When you put the milk in it, it looked like a real heart. It was badass. What was the other thing that looked like chicken? It looked like raw chicken. Maybe it was the what heart. Part? I don't know. When she held it up out yeah. of Nick's chest? Yeah, that was, ate it. that was the heart. That was the heart? Yeah. For, for a moment, I was like, is that raw chicken? <laughs> you know? Because of the, of the texture. Yeah. Like, I was no, like, that's the jello and the oof. milk. And she's a trooper. I think for the most part, she doesn't eat meat. Or she's vegan. And uh, jello has plenty of horse hoof in it. So <laughs> she, she, took went for, for the she took one for the team. Yeah. And I didn't ever taste it. I can't imagine that milk and jello uh, are a... Or a smooth flavor combination. I, I mean, there are Jello recipes where you you That's true. will make them creamy, and I think they like might ambrosia use salad. Yeah. Mm. So maybe it was delicious, and that's why she did it. Of all maybe. the things that you could name ambrosia, um, friggin' marshmallow fluff and fruit, because <laughs> it's like the nectar of the gods. That's what the Greek gods ate ambrosia. I don't think they were eating marshmallow fluff. <laughs> no, no I, I don't think they were. I yeah, I'm, I'm going to go on record and say that Zeus was not stuffing his face with marshmallow fluff <laughs> covered in fruit. It's probably like fruit covered in wine. It's like a sangria. <laughs> but maybe that's what I would choose. <laughs> that sounds great. And then they'd be drunk all day. Like uh, um, koala bears. Are koala bears drunk all day? They're high all day. They they only eat eucalyptus, and eucalyptus makes them high. So they're... Uh, <laughs> koala bears are permanently stoned. Well, that's probably good. <laughs> yeah, they, why not? Don't they have, like, chlamydia? <laughs> yeah. They, oh, yeah. John, uh, John Oliver did that whole bit about how there's this huge koala outbreak, or co- chlamydia outbreak within koalas in Australia, and, uh, like, an animal hospital down there. Um, it opened a, a, the John Oliver Memorial Ko- Koala Chlamydia Center because <laughs> he highlighted the problem. Uh, I can't tell if you, I don't know if you can tell. My voice is a little hoarse today. It's not the first time that I've recorded a Fumbling Around episode when that's the case because honestly. Michigan football success is starting to negatively affect my health. So you want them to stop. Yes, please stop. Please stop being so good because listen to my voice. This is the fourth time this year that this has happened. Uh, I went horse for Nebraska, Wisconsin, State, and now Penn State because I was yelling and cheering so loudly as Michigan kicked the ever-loving piss out of Penn State. Holy cow! Oh, it was good. Good. <laughs> it was so Fuck good. Fuck Penn State. Fuck Penn State. Uh, uh, they certainly have done awful things as a as an institution. Uh, the current uh, uh, staff has absolutely nothing to do with any of that. 
Um, I don't like the current staff because they're a bunch of fucking dweebs and doofuses. <laughs> well, they had to go do a 360 from what they had last <laughs> yeah. time, you know? Yes, yeah. It, and, you know, good for James Franklin. Uh, he didn't, he's not the one that um, uh, helped them out of that. They When they cleaned house the first time, they hired a guy named Bill O'Brien, and he's the one that really helped them kind of like uh, move on from that. Uh, build a new culture, uh, separate themselves from what happened. And then when he went to the NFL, James Franklin came in. This guy's just uh, putz. <laughs> Do you feel like maybe they're c- cursed? Like they have like, cursed? They have a <laughs> well, karmic curse? I know honestly, they're doing pretty well this season, yeah, though. They're not, well, they They've did. done um, pretty well consistently, I think, though. So 2016, they lost to Pitt, and then they came here and lost by 39 points. In an absolute ass kicking, uh, and then they won all of the rest of their games and won the Big Ten. And then last year, cursed, <laughs> cursed. Last year they were uh, within an inch of making the playoff, cursed. Uh, and now this year they're not doing so great. Uh, they, um, I, I am not uh, good at predicting things. I think my listeners know by my awful record of, of picking games. But the one thing I did in our uh, preview show before the season was say that all these people picking Penn State to maybe beat Ohio State and win the Big Ten was wrong. They were going to be bad this year because James Franklin has more control over the team than he ever has because their offensive coordinator took the Mississippi State job. Now the brains behind the whole operation are gone, and all you are left with there is a putsy, <laughs> cursed. He's a cursed. He's just a fucking goofball. Uh, this guy. Uh, does he do, do you like origami on like the sidelines while he's waiting? I wish. No, he does things like last last week during the Iowa game. There was a clip of him. They God bless the ESPN cameraman for uh, panning over to him. Uh, sprinting out on the field to, to try to call a timeout, uh, and three Penn State assistants had to chase after him and tell him no because it was not a good time to take a timeout. Oh no! <laughs> it was oh. hilarious. That kind of stuff. He's an idiot. Um. Uh. And Michigan showed the world that he's an idiot. Forty-two to seven, and. It was 42 nothing with like three minutes left. Uh, and uh, it was mostly backups at that point. Penn State was driving. And uh, the crowd was cheering as if it was a tie game. <laughs> like they were, they wanted the shutout so bad. It was so rowdy still. Oh. Michigan was up 42 points. Uh, it was super fun. I love a good ass kicking. Oh, and yeah. that's what we got. You know some of those backups? Are young and they'll they'll learn from this they'll experience. They'll learn from this experience. And yes, uh, Michigan yep. is on right now what they call the revenge tour. Hell, hell yeah. yeah! My my sister bought me the revenge tour T-shirt. Oh, that's a pretty fucking sweet T-shirt. Uh, it says revenge tour twenty eighteen, and there's a maize and blue grim reaper <laughs> with his scythe, and he's pointing as if to say, "You're next, you son of a bitch." And there's a football, just. Right on that side. Ah, he, uh, uh, so, um, before the season, uh, I was less than confident 
about Michigan's prospects this year, if only because the schedule looked impossible. They played road games at Notre Dame, at Michigan State, at Ohio State, and in the middle of the year, they had three straight games against Michigan State, Wisconsin, and Penn State. I thought that is too much for any team to navigate. And they lost to Notre Dame right off the bat. Great. Well, I mean, Notre Dame. Yeah, guess what? They're real good. Yeah. Uh, uh, They're much better than anybody thought. Not cursed. Not cursed. And how about that three-game stretch in the middle? Wisconsin 38, uh, Michigan 38, Wisconsin 13. At Michigan State, Michigan 21. Michigan State 7. And Penn State 42 to 7. (sighs) There are, uh, uh, it is unbelievable. They're kicking butt. It's great. Uh, And now they put themselves in a position uh, to do, uh, to play for everything. They've got two, um, very easy, winnable games coming up against Rutgers and Indiana. Uh, you win those, and you're going to Columbus uh, with a chance to play for everything. For it all. For it all. Big Ten Championship, playoff, chance to get your ass kicked by Alabama in Miami. <laughs> I'm personally feeling real good about their chances. Hell yeah! <laughs> Not uh, cursed! It's awesome. Uh, so, um, uh, Alex Hornibrook, Brian Lewerke, Trace McSorley uh, are Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Penn State's quarterbacks. Uh, I looked at the stats up this morning. Those three are multiple-year starters. They're all veterans. They're some of the most consistent quarterbacks in the Big Ten. Uh, they combined to throw... Uh, uh, they completed 17... Of 55 passes for 247 yards, Whoa. one TD, and three interceptions. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, uh, Michigan's got the best defense in the country. Yeah. Uh, and um, they're, uh, they're playing like little lunatics. They're talking crazy amounts of shit. It's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> I love it. Uh, after the game, after the game today, uh, um uh or yesterday Chase Winovich the defensive end was he was talking about the game and he's like last year they came they stole our lunch money and we need to take it back plus interest and he's like the bank is closed on Sunday but we got plenty of deposits to make he talks like a bad guy in a 1980s movie and it's it's my favorite thing in the whole world banks closed on Sunday but we got deposits to make uh it's great. It's great. Yeah. Like, man, you know they say the best offense is like a defense. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just really holding it. Yeah. To they, um, so Penn State likes to move pretty fast, and I would say on average, you're thinking like sixty to seventy-five plays on offense. That's what mm-hmm. you're gonna get. Uh, there are teams. The Penn State likes to move faster than that, probably. Uh, there are teams that can average like eighty to ninety snaps on offense. Uh, Penn State had forty-seven. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, because they just Michigan just smothers you, gets gets you off the field, and then on offense we're just kind of plodding and take our time. Um, 
they got the the most athletic defense maybe in the entire country, and they're they're playing like half of the amount of game that other defenses are playing. So, uh, in the fourth quarter, they're ready to murder people. <laughs> they're well rested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. We had an incredible tailgate yesterday. Uh, second to lap, penultimate home tailgate of the year. Oh wow! Uh, it was uh, Michigan foods themed, so there were conies available, there were pasties, and my dad and I fried perch. So did you just like have like a deep fryer and you know just those, brought it out? You know those turkey fryers that yeah. um, they say that you should uh, get rid of and never use because they'll burn down your garage? Yeah. <laughs> we drunkenly set up one of those in somebody's backyard. Perfect. <laughs> had a pot full of boiling grease uh, and we were breading, uh, breading and frying the perch right there. Uh, and it was a smash hit, Audra. I believe it. Uh, we couldn't fry I'm it fast enough. Now. I was like breading it, and then we were frying it and putting it out. You fry like five pieces at a time, and there was a line at the at the platter as we were like putting it out, and people were just picking up with their hands. And I had like a big, I made a big tub of tartar sauce, and people were just standing over the tartar uh. sauce, eating it right there. Uh, yeah. We got rid of like all six pounds of fish we fried in like ten minutes. Six pounds. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Our tailgate's huge. It's like there's probably like fifty regulars and uh, and then it'll be like, you know, hundred hundred plus people. It's That's a awesome. it's a rowdy time. My uh two of the guys that are standing up at my wedding uh graced us with their presence. Um my old buddies. Uh, Max, who is a, a, a regular listener, and John, who I don't know if he listens or not. Well, um, shout out to Max. So, shout out to Max and, and John. John. Um, but uh, Max came to the game with us, and John, uh, who lives in Seattle now, uh, uh, he and his uh, his lady uh, came in town for the game today or yesterday, and they came and hung out and had a good time. And my my sister and her husband were in town from Massachusetts. It was a nice little nice little family reunion. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't I've never tailgated. What? I've never tailgated for anything. For anything. Uh well here's my <laughs> advice to you is do it uh early and often and anything. I fucking tailgate uh, tailgate in the parking lot of the library for the next <laughs> Planet Eight show. All you need is a grill Just and me beer. On Monday. Yeah, Monday yeah. At Four p.m. Hey guys. Let's t- I uh, I've been talking about doing that because uh, 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 Nate and I live close enough to go that we could probably do something in our yard, but like tailgate. For a go show, like <laughs> like day drink and then go to a showdown or something. <laughs> oh, I live close enough to here. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. my god. We could totally um, uh, we could totally do like uh one of the um, one of these upcoming uh two pack shows uh if it's the student sketch show in in a month or so. Oh yeah. We could totally have a tailgate. All you need is music, food, drinks. And a table for beer pong. Man, I used to have a sweet beer pong table and like tie dye and like metallic. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then when I moved, I had to. 
Yeah, um, that's one of those things. I remember yeah. when I, I remember when I left my beer pong table behind. <laughs> well, like I, when I was moving out, like, yeah. I went to go drop off my last load of st- like garbage, and I saw people lifting it out. Like it, it was there for like ten minutes. That's like the end of Toy Story. It's <laughs> <laughs> found a good you, home. That's uh, yeah. You uh, you had the sudden sad realization that you were too old to play beer pong anymore <laughs> but then the warming the heartwarming moment when a a, a young pie in the sky <laughs> college student picks it out of the trash and decides to carry on the legacy of the pong table uh friggin tom hanks was interviewed yesterday about uh, uh i don't know if it was yesterday but recently about Toy Story 4, which is in production. Oh, wow. And he said that the end was so devastating that during the table read, he had to turn his back to everybody because he couldn't face everybody while he was reading the script. Oh, my God. What does that mean? I mean, Toy Story 3 3 was was pretty terrifying. What is going on? This is a kid's movie. I saw it at the IMAX at Henry Ford (laughs) with a whole bunch of children. There were children screaming and crying. I'm sure. It was terrifying. I'm sure. Because it was 3D. Everybody was like, "Ah, oh, no. We're going through it. We're going to get burned. Do you know that movie, The Odd Life of Timothy Green? I've never seen it. It's a kid's movie. It's a weird kid's movie. Uh, where this kid is like, the, he like comes out of nowhere and he's like part plant. Yeah. And he has like leaves growing out of himself or whatever. But at, he dies in the movie and it's a kid's movie. There's a oh, there's God. a YouTube video that went, went viral of a mom that filmed her two sons in the back car, the backseat of their car, just weeping. <laughs> and they're, I didn't want Timothy to die. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, like, what? who is making these super sad kids movies? I mean, like, when we were kids, it was like Bambi. That's Fox sad. Fox and the Hound. Bambi's sad as hell. Yeah. Uh, is Fox and the Hound sad? Yeah, because uh, they have to not be friends anymore. Aww. Fox and the Hound because the fox was like hunting him so he like lets him leave but then they can't be friends and hang out anymore Aww. yeah that's sad. That real sad I guess kids movies always been sad they gotta well, learn about death somewhere kids can't be so damn happy all the time <laughs> yeah I guess it's better to learn about death from Woody than from grandma <laughs> Oh, he doesn't. Nobody dies in the end of Toy Story three, right? They but just what about almost four. We don't know. Yeah, somebody tweeted. Somebody retweeted the story and was like, "Toy Story five, we're all gonna really die for real." <laughs> it's the rapture. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Uh. If Michigan keeps doing this, they, uh, they could. I don't know. I don't. I. I honestly don't know if they could beat Alabama. The fact that uh, that is a consideration at this point in the season when we haven't won the Big Ten Championship in fucking 14 years is crazy to me. It's really been 14 years? Yeah, it's really been 14 Whoa. years. The last, time, um, the, la- the last time they went to the Rose Bowl was 2006. They didn't win the Big Ten that year, but Ohio State went to the National Championship game. That was my freshman year of college. And uh, my dad was like, well, no, let's not go to the Rose Bowl this year. They didn't even win the Big Ten. Never been to the Rose Bowl. But you'll have plenty of chances. 
Uh, no. Because <laughs> that was the last time it happened. Um, well, a uh, Big Ten's a little better than the Rose Bowl. So. Uh, yeah, well, it used to be that if you won the Big Ten, you, you, that was your prize, that you got to go to the Rose Bowl. Uh, now, uh-huh. now it's different in that we've got the playoff and stuff, so... Uh, it, at this point, it's almost like the Rose Bowl would be a disappointment because uh, they have they can they have everything to play for, uh, and they are uh, I I don't remember a team this cocky and in swagger just they have so much swagger and they're talking crazy shit and they're like tagging opposing players on Twitter and being oh like God. yeah it's, it <laughs> is so, so ballsy it's so good and they're like mocking uh they're mocking other players with their celebrations like Penn State's quarterback he he's like he's well known for um when he does a good play he'll like fake hit a home run so, like he'll swing his arms <laughs> like he's swinging a bat and then put his hand over his eyes like he's looking for the baseball and all game, Michigan fan players were doing that all over the field. Every time, every time they did something good, every time they sacked oh, Trace McSorley, God. they would get, they would stand over him and hit a fake baseball. Oh, it's so good! <laughs> I love it. And uh, like when Donovan Peoples Jones scored, he scored an eighty-yard touchdown against Michigan State, and he, and he like did the pose like the trophy they play for. It's just, I love it. I love it. Uh, please keep doing it. Please keep uh, being assholes. Uh, we can worry about other teams' revenge tours in, at a later date. Right now, it's really fun <laughs> to just like be really good, and not only be really good, but uh, rub every other team's noses in how good we are. I'm yeah. having fun. This, this is year. their moment. They yeah. need to be happy about yeah. it. I support that. Yeah, and uh, you know when he came in, Harbaugh. Uh, it was like automatically, all right, we're going to be awesome. And first year, 2015, he was, they were better than they had any right to be. They went from five wins in uh, hoax last year to 10-3 and three in, in Harbaugh's first. And everything looked awesome. 2016, uh, they were one play away from winning everything, going to the playoff uh, if... if JT Barrett was called short on fourth down in overtime, like he should have been. Michigan would have won the Big Ten and gone to the playoff. That, uh, but that linesman who called that, cursed. Cursed. Get out of here. <laughs> there's like there's like conspiracy theorists on Twitter that will like are like like look into that ref's background and like he he was raised two hours outside of Columbus. He's got to be like guys. He was just trying to do his job. <laughs> Um, but they were that close in 2016. Last year, big drop off. Uh, uh, it was uh, just the way the the roster kind of lined up. It was going to be a rebuilding year. I think it was worse than anybody anticipated, and Michigan fans were acting like the sky was falling. People legit saying like, "Is it time to move on for Har- from Harbaugh?" Yeah, I I mean. I, I, uh, my my dad loves Michigan and my mom loves Ohio State. Your so. mom loves what? Ohio State. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. She's from <sighs> she's from Ohio, and my parents are both really into college Jesus. football. Jesus, I don't. So I honestly don't think I could do that. Uh, like if Anna, 
if Anna was an Ohio State person, I don't think we would have ever even started dating. To be to be honest, you know you need to know your limits, and that's just that's just a deal breaker for you. Yeah, I I couldn't do it. Um, that game, I can have fun. I can have fun and and talk shit and 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 be playful with with everybody, but I cannot be that way with that game. I'm, I get oh. too worked up. They talk a lot of shit. <laughs> they talk a lot of shit. Your mom's got to lo- talk a lot of shit in the last 15 years. She doesn't talk as much shit, though. No. no. It's not as fun when you win 12 in a row. Or whatever. <laughs> but uh, they used to be like, oh, I got the Kleenex ready for you. And they would, like, <laughs> just prod oh, each other. Man. Um, so I always felt like I couldn't have a stance for a long time. <laughs> you had time. to be I neutral. Be like, I had to be neutral. I'd be like, let's just have a fun game, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you just become like the world's biggest Bowling Green fan. Just, <laughs> yeah. just uh, inoffensive. I mean, I, maybe that's why I went to Eastern. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. I'm going to the worst team I can find. Oh my god, they that they are. Uh, they've been a bad. little better recently, but it's crazy to me that um, of all the college teams in the country, uh, the one who has the biggest stadium and the most attendance biggest average attendance is four miles down the road from the team with the worst average attendance in america and their, their numbers are inflated too is it the worst yeah i didn't go to a single game when I <laughs> yeah was they have they have for, just... for like 20 years they've had the worst average attendance every single year uh and so the ncaa has never enforced this rule but there is technically a, a um a minimum average attendance that you need to have to avoid punishment as a, a division 1 football team they even with their inflated numbers uh and what i mean they um they have this deal with pepsi where instead of just giving Pe- eastern advertising money pepsi will buy big blocks of tickets so it's like they like it's like it's kind of like uh I don't know, uh, money, money laundering? Yeah. Sports money laundering. Jesus. I know they were always like, game is free, come on yeah. out. Yeah. Like, and I was so like, that, no. But the, So then they can say, like, we sold this many tickets, but really they're just getting eaten by Pepsi. Um, um, uh, but even so, their their average attendance is not does not hit the minimum requirement. But the NCAA has never enforced it. If they chose to... They could force Eastern to go down a level because of their attendance, but then they never will. They'll never yeah. do that. I mean, it's nice. It's a nice bolster team for everybody else who plays them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've been better. They fucking yeah. beat. They beat Big Ten teams each of the last two years. Yeah, I mean, they beat Purdue, who might win <laughs> Big Ten West. For real? Mm-hmm. Are they really doing that well? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! They just beat Iowa. Um, the two teams at the top of the Big Ten West. Are Northwestern, who lost to Akron. What? And Purdue, who lost to Eastern Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild over there. Oh, wow. It's wild over there. Um, but yeah, North like Northwestern is, uh, they're like 11 and 12 in their last 13 Big Ten games. That makes no sense. And they're on top of the... And they're, on, and they're not ranked because they, oh, they lost God. all of their non-conference games this year. <laughs> and they're, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Big Ten West is a, a, a crazy, crazy time. Wow. Um, it was an otherwise big day of college football. Um, 
Michigan will be ranked in the top four, meaning that if the season ended today, they would be going to the playoff. Woo! Because uh, number three, LSU, uh, got blown out of the water by number one, Alabama. Ooh. Uh, 29 nothing. Yeah. Uh, I um, I don't enjoy seeing Alabama do well, but for Michigan's sake, it was really important that Alabama won this game. Because if LSU won, I don't think Michigan's getting ranked ahead of Alabama, and then it becomes dicey where we sneak into the top four. So good for us. Alabama won. No more worries. Yeah. We now stop are winning in... Alabama. Yeah. Now they can. <laughs> yes. Now they can stop winning. <laughs> stop rolling that tide. <laughs> um. Uh. So that that was good. Uh. Nebraska, who's terrible this year. Uh, gave Ohio State a run for their money. That's great. Love it. <laughs> uh, they won. Uh, and I'm, it's probably best. It's best for Michigan, probably, if, if Ohio State keeps winning. Uh, uh, that'll look better and better for the committee. When they, uh, when they slaughter them right before Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Right after. Right after? It's right after. Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah. Because it's going to be a weird Thanksgiving for my family. <laughs> you just hear the utensils on the plate. Can't talk politics. Can't, can't talk, talk sports. <laughs> what the fuck are we supposed to talk about? So, uh, how's your job? How about the lions? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But... If Michigan State somehow beats Ohio State this coming weekend, uh, then Michigan basically has the East locked up with two weeks to go. They could they could lose to Ohio State and still win the conference. Uh, I don't want that. No. I want I want to win everything. I want to go to the playoff. That'd be really cool. Yeah, That's and so, I don't want so Urban close. Meyer to retire without ever having beaten him. Cause Audra, it's looking increasingly like he might retire. Yeah, I heard, I heard brain aneurysm, but then I heard it was wrong. It was a assist in his brain. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the type of cyst he had, but he. So he's had these weird problems this year, where like in the Indiana game, uh, he was running down the sideline to like call a play in or whatever, and he falls to his knee and is like holding his chest and head, um, and. He's been complaining about these crazy headaches, uh, and he just doesn't look healthy. He looks, like, thinner and and gaunt lately. So he finally came out this week and said, I've been struggling with these cysts for years. They gave me really intense headaches. I've had I've had surgery, like brain surgery, to, to get fluid Ooh, out of my brain. Scary. So, you know, I, I don't want to make light of anybody's health, uh, uh, but we have seen this before. Uh, he had health issues at Florida, and that caused him to step down. Took a year off from coaching, and then he went to Ohio State. Um, it, so I don't know. I at, at this point, uh, he does this to programs. Uh, he uh, he uses them up in a way, and it, it burns bridges and 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 wears out welcomes and and um. Uh, and then, and like, it stresses himself out to the point where he gets sick. Uh, so I don't know. It sounds like he's cursed. <laughs> so many curses. <laughs> Penn State, cursed.
Cursed. Ohio State. Cursed. Urban Mark D'Antonio. Urban Meyer. Personal curse. Personal curse. But yeah, uh, so I would love to, uh, I would love to send him home with just a fucking ass beat down, uh, and then have, yeah, and then and then retire. have a really successful surgery and feel a lot better. Yeah, uh, maybe you know, take a year off and then uh, fucking coach go, uh, Coach Eastern. Yeah, go for it, Coach Eastern. Go some Coach some Eastern. Seats. Filled up. That's like Frank Solich. Frank Solich won a national championship at Nebraska. And then he got fired there for uh, having like a couple nine-win seasons. Now they have two wins this year. Anyway, after he got fired from Nebraska, he took the Ohio job. And he's been there for 15, 20 years. He's won the MAC a bunch of times. He's got like a super consistent, strong MAC program, which is impossible to do back teams are always like great for one year and then their coach goes to some bigger school or whatever um so and i bet it's much less stressful than somewhere like nebraska so uh i uh, maybe we'll see more coaches do that like um they don't stay in one spot like they used to like bo schembechler was at Michigan for 20 years. Yeah, there's a lot or, of Or, you know, Frank Beamer was at Virginia Tech for, like, 30. This doesn't really happen anymore. I wonder if we'll see that, like, these coaches have a good run somewhere, and then their program kind of, like, hits a stasis, they get fired, and they find a, a less pressure-packed home at somewhere like Bowling Green or Eastern or something like that. But I, I feel like Bo Schembechler was like a special coach. He was. <laughs> yeah. He, he had a very good <laughs> record and. Yeah. He never won a national championship. Really. Never did. Uh, the national championship was weird back then, though, because there was no game. It was just at the oh. end of the year they all played their bowl games, and then and then the media would be like, uh, "That one, that team is it. They're the national champion." Then it's not as meaningful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of yeah. like, oh, like yeah. they might be like, who's. Who's going to have the most fucked up game? <laughs> they'd be like, this year they'd probably pick Michigan because they want to see all their, all their shit talk. And yeah, their, I want to see Chase Winovich smash a beer can on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because Chase Winovich is basically just Harbaugh as a, as a, like in his early teens. He's just like brash and cocky and I'm sure... Every opposing fan hates the, hates him so much, but he's got this like long flowing locks, and he's not afraid to talk shit. <laughs> and it's great. Good. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Be you. It's really fun. Yeah, it's you fun. You do you. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, I mean, before the year, I never would. I would. I would have said if they can get through that stretch, Wisconsin, Michigan State, Penn State, two and one. Oh my God, they could have a chance. Not only did they go undefeated in the run, they um, embarrassed all of them. So it's forty-two to seven. I it's a blowout. It's a it's a blowout. It's an ass kicking, and I don't like Penn State as previously established. Their fans are rude. Their history is uh, disgusting, and James Franklin is a putz. Was it? (laughs) Nitty, Nittany. Nittany. What Nittany is a, Lions. What is a Nittany Lion? Uh, 
Mount Nittany is a mountain near campus. Oh, so they, does it they, have lions? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have mountain lions in that part of the world. Uh, but they, they have a mountain on campus, so they are named like the lions of Mount Nittany. Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe it was a special kind of lion or something. Uh, uh-uh. I don't... I, Please, listeners, scientific-minded <laughs> listeners, send us all the information you have on the mountain lions uh, in the Appalachian region of Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, if they do have mountain lions up there, I would love to know about it. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so, we have been going for a while. Uh, oh, you wanted to talk about baseball, right? Oh, yeah. Just a little bit about baseball. So, the Red Sox... Not cursed anymore. Not cursed, no. Curse is lifted. They lifted that about 20 years ago, or 15 years ago, right? They've won, what, four four World Series in in 10 years? Is that what it is? Oh, I don't... No? <laughs> I don't know. How they, many... I mean, they're they've not cursed. They've won a few. Yeah. They've won a few. Decidedly uncursed. Decidedly uncursed. I think the uncursed. first one they won, if I'm not mistaken, the first time they won was in 2004. Oh. Wasn't that... Oh, yeah, because there was that Fever Pitch movie, and then it happened not too long after Fever <laughs> yeah, Pitch. You they were that? super inspired by uh, by Jimmy Fallon in Fever Pitch. Yeah. <laughs> you must have been. Well, yeah, I that's think that's like what when happened. people say, like, uh, the Patriots won the Super Bowl right after 9 11. So I must yeah. have been. Yeah. yeah the Red Sox won, finally won the World Series because of Fever Pitch. Yeah. <laughs> They've won 2007, 2013, and 2018. So this year, Damn. right? Yeah. They're bringing it. But, you know, uh, Boston's known for for some things, like uh, beer and beer. liking to party. And right? racism. Lots of racism. Well, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's everywhere. That's kind of everywhere. You know, uh, that's the, I, I lived in Boston for uh, a summer. I interned really? there. Yeah. Oh. It's a great city. Uh, I really enjoyed my time there. Uh, there's a lot of history. It was fun to just the all the roads are just old cow paths. They're so tiny. the city makes no sense at all, mm-hmm. uh, like structurally. And you get so I would just like on a day off, I would just start wandering downtown, get lost, and then find my way back. Uh, and you can see, uh, but lots of racism. <laughs> I almost went to law school there. I actually Which one? like. Uh, New England School of Law. Uh, yeah, and, there, there's a shitload of colleges. Yeah. Out there. yeah. So, and this one was like right downtown on Boylston. And I went there. It was like a um, couple months before I was going to f- get an apartment. Mm-hmm. So I went there apartment hunting and almost went, but then it didn't work out. But decided to stay in Michigan two weeks before law school started. Mm. Like one does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, right. that was like the coolest city. But things got pretty rowdy yeah, at Boston's uh, celebration. I mean, if you're if your stadium's known for having a green monster, green monster. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> it is right. The green monster. I, the way I said it is not right. I was okay. like, I obviously haven't lived in Boston. Wicked pisser, hardcore. What? So they, they won the World Series. They beat the Dodgers. Hell yeah. I'm losing it now. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's, a hard, it's a hard accent to keep up. Yeah, it is it is hard. Fucking it's like wicked, bro. Park the car, dog. Park the car, dog. Yad, yo. Yeah. Uh, but so they had a duck boat ride to celebrate on <laughs> oh, Wednesday, yeah, right? Did. 
and uh People started throwing drinks. Yeah. Yeah, getting somebody's, crazy. Like somebody's little kid got hit in the head with a yeah. beer. Yeah, Alex Cora's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and Why are you throwing beers at your own team? <laughs> right. It makes no sense. Uh, uh, then a team photographer got, his wife got hit, but also they hit the World Series <laughs> championship trophy. They bent one of the pennants or something? Yeah, it knocked <laughs> loose one of the, some of the pennants. <laughs> and so they had oh, to <laughs> What a bunch of drunk lunatics. Yeah. Everybody's fine. Trophy's fixed. But, uh, yeah. Um, what year was that? I believe it was 2005 that, um, uh, Minnesota beat Michigan for the first time in like 20 years uh, uh, and it was a big deal because we play for the little brown jug it's oh, like yeah. the oldest trophy in football um, and they hadn't won it in forever so their coach at the time Glenn Mason uh, uh, I heard him tell the story of, of it once uh, it's great he he like he brought the jug back with him they didn't have like any protocol for keeping it like at Michigan they've got this like velvet lined case and it, and they all celebrate with it and then it goes in there and it's got a special place and they keep it safe they didn't have any protocol for this like glenn mason um seat belted it into the plane next to him and then he brought he get back to minneapolis and he brings it uh, out to a bar with his family to go celebrate uh and there's like all these minnesota fans in the bar and they're all taking pictures and stuff with it and uh, he, at one point, realizes he doesn't know where it is. Oh, no. And he's looking around the bar, and there's, like, people uh, drinking beer out of it. Out of a hundred-year-old clay jug. I would Who do that. Who fucking knows what's in there, though? I would do it, though, man. Like, you see people drinking out of, like, like the Stanley Cup and stuff? Yeah. I would do it. You don't know how, like, what's in there? What rotting dead animals? What, like, how, how many chances do you have to drink out of something like that? Good point. Good point. You're saying you Who wouldn't that? do that? No, I don't think I would. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little replica of it, though. I love the jug. Do you drink out of it? No, it doesn't have a it doesn't have an opening. I would if I did. Is that why the Brown Jug Bar in uh, Ann yeah. Arbor's named that? Uh huh. Sure is. There oh, oh. who's the? There was a hockey player who took a photo of him like bathing his newborn son in the Stanley Cup. Can't remember who it was. It was oh. adorable. This was a little baby in the cup, which is like getting like all sudsy. Oh, I don't know. Pudsy. Pudsy. Team Pudsy. Also, Team Pudsy. I would like to congratulate the 2014 Detroit Tigers for winning the World Series. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. Huh? Uh, JD Martinez, Ian, Ian Kinsler, David Price, and Rick Porcello. Jesus you did it. Christ. <laughs> you did it. That's Four wild. years later in Boston. That is wild. Right? I, crazy. Uh, I saw David Price play in college. <laughs> Michigan made the tournament, and I went down to Nashville to cover him. And, uh, uh, and David Price was like the number one prospect in the whole world and uh, Michigan hit a home run off of him like a walk off home run off oh of him to God. win it was great Good. one of the coolest sporting moments of my whole life um what about the Lions they lost to Jacksonville last weekend right isn't that what happened no Seattle Seattle I can tell you they lost <laughs> <laughs> well I don't really know what to make of them right now they are they're kind of hit and miss it seems like yeah um I'm trying to look it up right now I don't know if I 
I'm recording this episode on my phone, and I don't know if I uh, stick out of it, if or if I get out of the app, if it's going to keep recording. Because um, they play Who today. They played the Minnesota Vikings. They're okay. playing right now. They're, they've started, uh, just started. So, I mean, they're, they're three and four, um, which the way the season started uh, is not terrible. Um, they're not great by any means, but they're not the Raiders. That's Damn for that. sure. I mean, they did beat the Patriots, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Patricia called out one of my old uh, journalism buddies at a press conference the other day. It was funny. Oh, really? The Freep wrote an article about uh, uh, Patricia um, yells at reporter for professionalism or whatever, and they oh, didn't yeah. name they didn't name the reporter, oh. but the fucking video, I'm like, that's absolutely Rothstein. <laughs> but I, I remember, like, he would sit like this at press conferences and ask questions. Like, he's not slouching, but he's got his... Uh, he's laid back. He's laid back, and he's, he'll have, like, a, an arm over, like, the chair next to him. Uh, so he has a question, and Patricia's like, you know what? Sit up. Have a little respect for the process. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And, then, and then the free play called it out. Yeah. I mean, it's their own. Yeah. But... yeah. All right. So we got some games to call, Audra. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm so um, pumped. This I've been last week for weeks. Yeah, me too. <laughs> for me weeks. too, and I don't think it helps. I have so much useless information about college football in my brain, about way too many dozens of teams. I know, I know too much about their players and their offense and their stupid every little fucking thing they do. But that's fine. But if I you love it, bare, this last week it finally paid off. I went seven and one in my picks. Best yeah. record yet, bringing me up to 500 on the year. I'm 30, 30, and 2. Woo! 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 Yeah, woo! Yeah, woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bergman's went 5 and 3. This is <laughs> no joke. This is the first week of the entire year that I've beaten the guest picker. Oh. Anna made her picks. I'm still mad at this. Anna made her picks based on uniform color combinations. Love it. And she destroyed me. Well, she went like six and two on picks that week. Can I just say, Anna's a beautiful princess and magic how she exists. That's the know. first time I've ever heard you describe her not using uh, some sort of sea creature. <laughs> <laughs> you're, always, you're always like, she's, she's a, a, a wonderful <laughs> a wonderful seahorse <laughs> princess or whatever. Guest pickers this year who, let's be honest, Almost everybody who comes in here has no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> the Detroit improv community, not full of a lot of sports fans. I I watched part of the part of the Michigan game yeah. yesterday. Not, not, not a lot of diehard sport, sporties in this no. community. Uh, they're 39, 21, and 2. <laughs> if you brought those numbers to Vegas, you would come home with rent. Yeah. Uh, so this just proves to me... That no matter how much you care about a thing and how much you study it and, and watch it and know about it, um, all of your opinions are flawed and, and wrong. So you might as well not even try. <laughs> oh, an uplifting message. 
Why'd you put some more of that pumpkin spice for its bees? Uh, yeah, that, that's today's second sponsor. Is Burt's Bees Pumpkin Spice Lip Balm. Uh, it might sound gross, but it's awesome. I have the coconut one. Yeah? Pretty solid. Uh, Anna found this for me, and I'm glad she did. I like it. And if you're one of those people that are like, I'm so over pumpkin spice, I say to you, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Let us have our season. Let us have our season! <laughs> um, all right. Let's start with uh, Michigan's game. Uh, we're, we're recording too early today to have uh, the spreads on these games. We're just going to be picking them straight up, which makes this one very easy. Michigan at Rutgers. Who you got? Oh, I'm going to say Michigan. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> uh, the last time Michigan played at Rutgers, I was there. Uh, Rutgers finished the game with 39 yards of offense. <laughs> Ouch. Michigan Michigan finished the game with 78 points meaning that we had we had 70 we had two times the exactly two times the number of points as they had yards they didn't get their first first down until like 6 minutes left in the game oh no it was oh, no. the ass kicking of a lifetime and all the Michigan Offensive football players needed a real big nap after yeah, that game. Yeah, they were all tired, boys, afterwards. Um, they had uh, they put all the Michigan fans in the corner of the end zone where they have a, a cannon. It's, it's like it's like operated by people in Revolution, Revolutionary War outfits. What? Uh, and they're really? Yeah, and they're, supposed to, they're supposed to shoot it every time they, that Rutgers scores, but they never scored. <laughs> So they never got to shoot it. Oh, no. And then every time Michigan scored uh, in the second half, and there, it was it's like forty two nothing, forty nine nothing. We were we all started chanting "shoot the cannon." Uh, they never did, but it was fun to try to like bug them. Shoot the cannon. I um, love uh, one of my favorite things about sports games is the, I love the cheers. Games. Yeah. Uh, one of the best times I had was at a U of M hockey game. And they're like, Siv. They're just yeah. all like, Siv. Yeah. yeah, they're just yelling. And they all have coordinated they have a, chants. Yeah, and they have a it's lot great. of, uh, they have a lot of very inter intricate chants at, at Michigan hockey games uh, that are a lot of fun Super to learn. Super fun. Yeah. Uh, Good time. Absolutely. Check it out. I would check it out. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's definitely an underrated thing. I don't watch a lot of hockey on TV. I don't think, I think of all the major sports, hockey is the one that translates the worst to TV. Yeah. like it's it a goes, different game. You have if you can watch, see the whole ice, and see mm -hmm. how the movements kind of like coordinate yeah. together. It's way better in person. It's kind of like you need like a, like the whole yeah a, f yeah. a view of the whole field, and then like another view of where the puck is. Totally, um, but uh, Rutgers is is uh, on an all time historically bad season. <laughs> so, um, like we, we, I was talking about how. Michigan makes quarterbacks look foolish earlier and how they've taken really good quarterbacks and made them look really bad. What are they going to do a really I, bad quarterback? I, I am scared for Art Sikowski's parents. <laughs> they, they have to sit there and watch watch Michigan do whatever they're going to do to their son. Uh, he's just a boy. He's just a child and he shouldn't have to go through this, but he does. 
They're gonna. Oh. It's gonna be ugly. Get he that had comfort a game, food ready. He had a game earlier this year against a, a not Michigan's defense where he went like um, two of fifteen with five interceptions or some shit. This is gonna be bad. He's gonna. He's gonna get hurt. Keep your chin up, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause it's not like Michigan's gonna uh, ease up just cause it's Rutgers. Uh, they're they smell. They're like. They're like a shark that smells chum. There's blood in the water. Uh, this uh, is a much more interesting game now than it looked like at the beginning of the season because Boston College is uh, decent. But uh, Clemson is going up to old uh, uh, Chestnut Hill. Yeah. Uh, right outside of the city. Who do you, who do you Ooh, think? I, I love Boston. Boston love College. Drunken, super cool place. Drunken uh, duck boat rides. Yeah. Ooh, super fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know what? I really also like the color orange. So you're gonna pull an uh, you're gonna pull an Anna here and go with the, <laughs> with the color combination. Well, pick. also my grandpa Jack, R.I.P. Big Clemson fan. Really? This is for you. Your family's all over the place. Michigan fans, Ohio State fans, Clemson fans. Oh, Kentucky fans. When did your uh, When did your grandpa pass? Oh, uh, like three years ago. Three year. Oh man. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's missing. He does. They're like one. He's... They're. They won a national championship like two years ago, and hey, maybe maybe it's maybe. him. Maybe it's him pulling the strings. <laughs> Uncle Jack, Grandpa Jack, <laughs> Grandpa Jack's doing Grandpa it. Grandpa Jack's watching from the skies. Um, they. It's like angels in the outfield. <laughs> <laughs> they um, is is bad as Michigan beat Penn State. Uh, well, at least Penn State's good, but uh, Clemson played a bad Louisville team this week. 77 to 16. <laughs> mm. uh, they um, they started pretty slow, but they have quietly become a team that could actually give uh, uh, Alabama a game, I think. Uh, I think right. right now it looks like Alabama, Clemson, and then everybody else. And if Michigan continues to play this way, and if they can do this against Ohio State, then I will I will confidently say that Michigan could possibly compete with Alabama. But right now it's these two teams, and Clemson's not losing to Boston College. Yeah. Uh, so this looked like the game of the year in the Big T- Big Ten West until Iowa went and pissed away a game at Purdue. Um, so now now Northwest Northwestern can lose this game at Iowa and still win the Big Ten West, which is insane to me. But who you got? Northwestern at Iowa. But do you think they're just going to phone it in? I don't think so. I don't think they're going to. I'm going Northwestern. Northwestern. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I don't... I don't... This one tears me up. I really don't know. Um, Both of them have their strengths... Uh, for a while, it looked like Iowa was really putting stuff together, but they have really um, shat the old sheets in the last couple of weeks. I'm going to pick the. It's at home. Uh, it's They still have a good defense. Uh, they can still run the ball, even if Nate Stanley is uh, struggling as a passer recently for no reason. But I'm going to go Iowa. Hey, maybe they'll they got it. just... Just totally come back, refreshed, ready to go. Yeah. Refocused. Refocused. Uh, and I still don't believe that Northwestern's actually very good. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Why, I don't know why they keep how they keep winning games. Ohio State 
at Michigan State. Ooh, tough one, tough right? One. Um, so, uh, State has uh, survived the slaughter that they took at the hands of Michigan. Uh, they beat Purdue, who the week after Purdue beat Ohio State 49-27. to Yeesh. Yeah. Uh, and then this week, they shut down Maryland 24-3. So, Ooh. they are improving. Yeah. Ohio State is maybe going the other way. They uh, got completely embarrassed at Purdue. They slept walk yesterday against Nebraska, a Nebraska team that Michigan beat by 46 points. They they took them down to the wire. What you get? What you got? Ooh, I feel like my theme is I'm kind of picking things based off my family. Oh, yeah? Oh, Are you yeah. going to Ohio State? Oh, but then my cousin goes to MSU. <laughs> you have fa- your family at every school <laughs> in the whole country. Every school. I have a reason do you know to cheer at, for everybody. Who do you know at Pitt? Because <laughs> we're picking them later. Oh, man. No one. So that's going to be a tough one for me. But I do have an uncle that goes to Virginia Tech. <laughs> I might do it for your uncle, then. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I, I took a visit to Virginia Tech. I almost went there. I mean, good school. Good Weird school. stuff happened when you would have been there, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I would have been there for the shootings. Yeah, if scary I stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, but Ohio man. State, Michigan State. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Ohio State. Ohio State. But I feel like it's anyone's game. Me too. I honestly think... Uh, um, so in years past, Ohio State has had a stinker of a game. And then woke up after that and decimated the rest of their... Yeah. So they had their stinker. They had a bye week. And they come out, and I, I was kind of expecting them to destroy Nebraska. And they did not do that. I think we're maybe slowly starting to see the unraveling of the uh, Urban Meyer tenure at Ohio State. I think it's happening right before our eyes. And I'm right now talking myself into taking Michigan State in this game! Whoa. Holy oh, shit! God. I what can't happened? believe it! I don't know! <laughs> Uh, Wisconsin at Penn State. Ooh, Wis. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. I'm, ooh. I'm kind of thinking Wisconsin. Wisconsin. But yeah, I'm going Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean both of these teams are trying to pick up the pieces of what Michigan did to them. I'm gonna take Penn State here. All um, right. Wisconsin with Hornybrook is one thing, but he's been hurt. And their quarterback cannot do... Their new quarterback, they don't have a passing game to speak of. Uh, so I don't. without being able to throw the ball, I don't think they're going to be beat Penn State. Well, I'm going to send my good vibes out over to Wisconsin. Right. Sounds like they need them. Yeah, we're picking, we're picking <laughs> some different games here. So either uh, one of us is going to uh, embarrass the other one. It looks like <laughs> my, my bet... If you're betting on these, I would... Probably just side with Audrey, just to be on the same side. <laughs> if you're doing the bets. Yeah. Um, uh, how about Virginia Tech at Pitt? Ooh. Ooh. 
Man, I don't really know Anything? much about any of their seasons. Um, Virginia Tech is disappointing on defense this year. They're usually oh. pretty good. Oh. Um, they had uh, they had the ACC Coastal like in their sights. This this game will pretty much decide who wins this division. I think Pitt uh, fucking is on top of that division right now. Inexplicably, <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> they're, not, they're they're like the Northwestern of the ACC. They're winning games somehow, but I don't think they're very good. But I don't think Virginia Tech is either. So I think I'm going to take Pitt here. Yeah, I I think so too. I I uh I like when things don't make sense sometimes. You <laughs> Me know. Me too. I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah. life's crazy. Do uh, it, Pitt. How about Mississippi State at Alabama? Ooh man, this is a yeah. this is a big game. Mississippi State legitimately good on defense. They mm-hmm. uh their offense is uh. Flummoxing. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that makes it sound like maybe Alabama. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm rolling like, the tide. Uh, we're not picking these against the spread because they haven't come out yet. But at this point, uh, honestly, I'm going Alabama plus anything. Uh, if if they if if Vegas would give you thirty points in this game, I'd still take Alabama because they're just they're on a whole different level. I mean, they, they beat the number three team in the country by. 29 nothing, you know, but they're Ooh, and rough. and that was a bad day for they this this was like the, the only the second game all year that they haven't scored at 50 points or more. So they're uh yeah. It's all a right. Pretty safe bet. This Ooh. could be the game of the week. Particularly Bedlam. It's Bedlam. You're looking at me like you have no idea what that means. I do know what Bedlam means. What does it mean? It's like uh, it comes from like uh, crazy people. Oh, like, sure. Like it comes from a, a psychiatric Yeah, you hospital. might know the definition of the word. I know the of definition the of Bedlam. In football terms, it oh. means Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Um, it's happening this weekend. This game is always crazy. A bunch of drunk uh, plains people yelling at each other. <laughs> Oklahoma's gonna be on fire this yeah. week, baby. Oh man. Who you got? I'm gonna go Oklahoma State. Okay, stay. Yeah, okay. Um, they are. They're. They have. They have a lot of good stuff going on. Their offense is pretty. Uh, is I think it's coming together. They've had a couple stinkers. Oklahoma's defense is terrible. But they have got one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and Kyler Murray. Uh, even yeah. though he's tiny, have you ever seen a picture of him? No. Uh, it looks Kyle, like a oh Kyler Murray. Kyler. If you oh. find a picture of him holding a football, it honestly looks like a child holding a regular size football. His hands are so small. Um, but he's he's dynamic enough to to overcome any of Oklahoma's defensive woes. Oh, <laughs> she, she's she's awing at Kyler Murray. I highly recommend anybody looking a photo up of him holding a football because it is shocking how small it looks in his hands, in his tiny little hands. Um, yeah, I'm taking Oklahoma. Man, I feel for him. I've got tiny little hands too, Kyler. <laughs> I'm just I'm here for you, buddy. Uh, so that's it. We'll see uh, if I can continue to make up ground on some of these picks. Uh, I'm definitely better at straight up picks than against the spread, so we'll see. All right, Uh, 
I think that's all we've got. I think it was a fun episode. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, you know, just kindness. Kindness. <laughs> no, I don't, really. We perform together on the Planet Ant Farm team on Saturday nights. Yeah, hell yeah, we do. Uh, um, yeah, uh, now that my show's done, I don't really have anything specific either. I do stuff here, I do stuff at Go, I do stuff at pl- uh, Pointless. You're everywhere. So uh, come check out a show sometime. You yeah. fucking do nothing. <laughs> Get off your couch. <laughs> do nothing, do something. Have an experience. <laughs> Come laugh. Yeah. Uh, but that's all for us. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, if you have uh, a question that you want us to answer on the air, uh, tweet at me. Tweet the question at me at Mr. All spelled out, uh, Mr. Andy Reid. Uh, yeah. We'll see you later. Talking sports.